No one was listening. Nobody was listening? Is nobody, that what you're saying? Nobody listens. Nobody listens? Nobody listens. I, I mean, somebody's got to be listening, right? Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. Joe, Joe listens. He wrote us a nice little message. Did he? He did. What did, did he say? Um, he said that he uh, really enjoys the podcast and that we are we we really uh research things and things are well thought out or something like that. wow yeah look at that that I mean, never happens yeah like what us researching thing or, or nice comments <laughs> nice comments <laughs> okay <laughs> i feel like the researching thing is true i mean we do mm-hmm. do that yeah so you know here at parababble yes that's our job right it is to research and then babble on about things yeah, it might not make any sense. It might not be well-researched, but uh, that's what we do. Every once in a while, though, I think we find out something interesting, different, new. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I mean, we solve a lot of paranormal things. My favorite are the ones that we solve, like, instantly. <laughs> Is tonight going to be one of those episodes? It can if you, if you want it to be. <laughs> oh, no. Well, let's hope it's a little bit more interesting than that. So, it, it is interesting. It, it is, right? I mean, there's a reason why it's been around forever. Yeah. 100, uh, 100 over 100 years now. It is over, well over 100 years. Yeah, it's still going strong. Yep. So on tonight's episode of Parababble, we're going to talk about... The Winchester House. The mysterious Winchester House. Yeah. I don't know why we've never devoted an episode to the Winchester House in all the years we've been doing Parababble. No, because it's something you've always kind of heard of, you know, it's always been around. Yeah. Always hearing about the crazy house in California. Right. But it's been on like every ghost show. Yeah. I mean, you think like, you know, we would just be talking about it sooner than later, but here we are. Better late than never. Yeah, I guess so. Yep. Yeah. So, the Winchester House. The mysterious Winchester House. The mysterious Winchester House. So mysterious. It is kind of mysterious. So, as you mentioned, it's in California, in San Jose, California, um, built by Sarah Winchester. Yes. And now, before we get into, like, the some of the crazy stuff about the house itself, what, what do you think about Sarah Winchester? Think she was, like, a visionary or, like, a crazy old kook? I think she was a visionary. Really? All right. I think, well, if I say what I think, I'm going to just like end the episode here, I guess. Okay. But all right. I like where this is going. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there's some some interesting things mm-hmm. with her. So a little bit of the backstory. She was married to William Winchester. Uh, they made the Winchester rifles yeah. that were very, very popular. They made tons of money after uh, the Civil War. Yes. Shot a lot of people with those Winchesters. Not not them personally. Yeah. And not yeah. to be confused with the other Winchesters that we like to talk about from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. Sup- supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. When I was trying to research this, all of that kept coming up and I was kind of yeah. chuckling because I was just like... I was expecting that, but I didn't actually get anything like oh, that. Oh, I, I got some stuff about mm. that. Must have been my search history. So... Yeah. It's like Google Analytics. Right. So she, um, she marries William. They have a daughter. The daughter dies very young yeah. of some childhood illness. That was the thing back then. I couldn't find any exact info on what it was. No. I mean, but you're talking, this was probably what, the late 1800s, so. Yeah. 
Who knows? Yeah. Could have been anything. So then a couple years later, her husband passes away. And she goes and sees a psychic. Or does she? Or does she? Well, according to legend, she goes and sees a psychic. And the psychic tells her, yes, you're being haunted by all the ghosts from all the people that have been killed by these rifles that your family made. So you have to go out west, buy a house, and don't stop building so you can confuse all the spirits so they'll leave you alone. Another version I heard is that they, she had to go and build this house and keep building it so that all the ghosts had somewhere to stay. So they, she needed all this room oh. for all the ghosts. See, that's like a that's like a nicer version, I think. So multiple versions of this. So she does go out to California. She buys an eight-room farmhouse. Um, and then she just starts building. Construction started in 1886 and continued until the day she passed away, which was September 5th, 1922. Yeah, like nonstop to 24-7. Yes. Crews there all the time. All the reports of banging and things being made and created. And it never stopped, except for during the earthquake in 1906. Yeah, which took out parts of the house. Which I guess you can still see today. Yeah. Remnants of the damage from the earthquake Mm -hmm. so crazy fun facts about the house it's twenty four thousand square feet that's pretty big it has over ten thousand windows some of the windows don't even go to outside ten thousand windows they're internal yep ten thousand windows two thousand doors also some of which don't go anywhere uh, it has 160 rooms, although there is debate about this because now they say that there's 161 rooms because they're still finding passageways and potential rooms. Uh, 52 skylights, 47 stairwells and fireplaces, 17 chimneys, 13 bathrooms, and 6 kitchens. So the cost approximately to build this house up until she passed away was about $5 million, which in today's market equates to over $71 million if you tried to build the same thing. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And like, how do you, like if you had that house today and there was no story behind it or anything, like how do you sell that? I have no idea. You don't, you gotta, you gotta knock 90% of it down Yep. or gut the whole thing. So bring, when, bring, like, the property brothers in and, like, make them have an open concept. <laughs> right. Yeah. So there is an LLC that owns it now. And you can go on tours. You can buy tickets. You can um, see the grounds, see the house. There's a couple different uh, options as far as that stuff goes. But they do claim that it's haunted. That's what they say. That is what they say. I don't believe anything they say. No? I don't believe any of it. Okay. There's, um... (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So, strange things about the house in general. One door opens to a sheer 15-foot drop into an outdoor garden. Sounds like they didn't finish that part. Another has an 8-foot drop when you open it that you would end up in the kitchen sink. It literally opens, and if you stare 8 feet down, you're in a kitchen sink. That's fun. It sounds like a Looney Tunes house. Like, well, that's like know. when I was watching some of the tours and some of the people that have been there, that's what everyone says. They feel like Willy Wonka, like everything is weird. Mm-hmm. 
There's like staircases to nowhere. There's diagonal staircases. There's doors that lead to nothing. Um, one cabinet door leads to a hive of 30 additional rooms. So imagine that. That's like super weird. And they're still discovering secret rooms. So in wow. 2016, the mansion, mansion preservation team came across a room in the home in the attic that had never been seen before. Supposedly, Sarah had used it during the earthquake in 1906. And then following the earthquake, she boarded it up and left it untouched. I did hear some of the, the rooms and areas of the house were like unusable after the earthquake and she didn't bother. Yep. Having them go in and repair them. So nobody even knew it was there mm-hmm. until they were just poking around and discovered this extra space. Supposedly it had like a couch, a chair, some art in it, but it had not been touched since mm-hmm. it was boarded up. So they, they're still speculating that there are rooms that they don't even know about. Just weird things. Staircases that lead directly to ceilings <laughs> that don't actually go up to anywhere. Yeah. False doors, um, windows in the ceilings, windows in the floors. Just really, like, interesting things. Hmm. Um, It says that she had a thing for the number 13. I thought 7, 11, and 13. Yep. So there's 13 hooks in the seance room, um, 13 drain holes in a lot of the sinks, she had 13 components to her will, and supposedly she signed it 13 times. Yeah. Weird. She has a lot of connections to Freemasons. I did stuff. hear about that. Mm-hmm. There's, I guess, a guy that has a website that's like completely devoted to the fact that everything in that house was intentional. Yeah. I was looking at it today, and so it goes in-depth. That's at- what I heard. So, like, what's his whole... What's this whole deal? Like, he, he explains exactly, like, the reasoning behind every little thing that she did. Like, you know, like, why do these numbers show up? And he did all the math and, like, the symbolism behind them. And now it connects to her childhood growing up around a lot of Freemasons and whatnot. But it's, it's like, a really long read. It's over my head. <laughs> That's what a lot of it's, people say. It's, like, too in-depth. Yeah. But he did have some other really good info on there. So she originally came from Connecticut. Yeah. And do we know for sure that she had connections to Freemasons in Connecticut? They said that she was childhood friends with some people that were. She went to college, like family friends, things like that. Um, but she was very, very smart. She was like a child prodigy, they said. She was like fluent in five languages by the time she was 12 years old. Interesting. And growing up where she did, she was actually, she actually went to Yale. And you figure back then in the 1800s. For a woman especially, that was rare. She had to go to their special female scholastic institute, and it Mm -hmm. was known as the Young Ladies Collegiate Institute. And she was always very interested in architecture. So... If you're thinking it's intentional, or if this guy who's devoted all of this time and study to thinking it was intentional, did he have any explanations for why things are so weird? Yeah, so I guess this is this is the theory, the more grounded, realistic theory. 
all that medium sand shit that's there's no proof there's no evidence of any of it oh that she, there's no proof that she had a nightly seance with the spirits in the house there's no proof <laughs> of anything of that she didn't need a medium nothing so she, like i said she was very smart she wanted to she was very interested in architecture her daughter dies her husband dies she moves out to california because she has like rheumatoid arthritis or something like that the, the doctors say the weather will be better out there for her and I think, and I kind of, well, this is the theories that are out there that are more grounded in reality. I theorize that when she's building this house, it's because she wanted to be an architect. But back then, you know, she's a woman in the 1800s. That's never going to happen. But here she is, no family. She's inherited the equivalent of millions and millions and millions of dollars. So what's she going to do? She's going to build on her own for the rest of her life because she, you know what she can why the hell not all right i mean i guess i could see that but she wasn't a very good architect then i think she was just doing shit to do it really <laughs> yeah. like just building doors that go nowhere and yeah. stairs that like, go let's, nowhere let's just experiment and see what happens <laughs> you know maybe 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 those doors that they're those stairs that led to nowhere you know she eventually had plans to do something with them i heard like a lot of the the holes and the stuff in the house, they were, like, meant for drainage because she was, like, really into uh, plants and stuff, too, for her plants, for the water to just run out. And... Yeah, I guess she has a whole, like, Victorian garden that's yeah. still there. People come just to tour the garden itself. Yeah, like they said, uh, a lot of the things in the house were, like, way out of their time. It was, uh, in the house she had uh, the first use of wool insulation, and also she had the house lit with uh, carbide gas lights that were supplied by its own gas manufacturing plant. And she had, uh, she even had panels of electric buttons that were used to operate the lights. And also one of the first houses to have showers and elevators. I heard she also had like a fire station in the house. There was like fire hose and she could like, if there was a fire, they'd be able to put it out without needing any external help. I could see that. So there's like things that make a lot of sense behind it too. It's not just complete craziness. Yeah. So why then do you think that all these people have all these paranormal experiences there now? They, they're not. You don't think so? No, I think it's probably just. It, it could be like uh, residual stuff, maybe because because. So of, I think it's interesting uh, that you say that. But their website claims that they have all three kinds of hauntings. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you figure tons of people have gone in and out of that house in the last hundred years. And even when she, Sarah was living in there, she had countless contractors and construction workers in and out of there every single day. Including Clyde. Was he one of the ghosts? <laughs> you mean it's not Charlie? No, his name is Clyde. <laughs> so this is... And, and you know, I always grain of salt when it comes to these haunted locations too, right? Mm -hmm. Because you know that that's what's going to make the money. If they can bring people in and think that it is, um, you know, haunted, it's going to draw more crowds than it is just like a cool piece of architecture to look at. So like the biggest claims are like hearing footsteps. I mean, I don't know how you debunk that because how do you know there's not somebody else in the house at the time? Slamming doors, same kind of thing, you know, but there is one group of sightings that is kind of interesting. So there's actually a picture of this guy. 
he was like one of the known workers that was there for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And people have come to the tour guides and said things like, oh, that actor that you had, you know, over there trying to repair the fireplace was a really nice touch. Mm-hmm. Or the guy that's walking around in, you know, period dress with the wheelbarrow seem you know that was really cool to see because that's probably what it looked like back in the day and And there was no there is no Clyde (laughs) so there's been a ton of sightings of this guy he always looks the same he's always dressed in like the same kind of overalls with this like Victorian kind of hat on and he's either pushing a wheelbarrow around or he's attempting to fix the fireplace in the grand hall um, or he's seen in a couple other places but he is like a consistent presence that people describe seeing. So multiple people seeing the same thing, not necessarily knowing the story behind him. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I, it's possible. I could see residual stuff going on there. Yeah. But that's not a real ghost, I guess. Oh, well, yeah. It's not necessarily intelligent. It's not interacting with the people it's just kind of going about its daily routine but they do claim that they've had evps there they claim that they hear disembodied voices um you know there's like a lot of those kinds of claims too well yeah like i said so many people coming in out of there i could definitely see some kind of residual happenings going on you know, it's probably like the routines of people coming in and out every day, doing stuff. Just on repeat, just like recording. Just like this episode. Carabethel. <laughs> but like, I don't think anything was true as far as like her interest in the paranormal. And well, Houdini came died. there after she passed in 1924. Yeah. He came and toured the house. And, you know, I mean, he was like a big debunker of things, which I thought was kind of interesting, like why he would have gone there if there wasn't any history of anything. Yeah, I think that came after she died. It did. Like whoever... She passed in 1922 and mm-hmm. he was there in 1924. Yeah. Well, I mean, the stories after she died is like when things came out about it, because mm-hmm. you think about it, if you inherit this house or if it's thrown into your lap, I don't know, whatever, it's like, what do you do with it? Like we said, it's like, you can't sell that thing. Yeah. So you got to put a spin on it and that was that was big back then i think it initially went to a niece and then she had it for a certain amount of years and then it was taken over by this group of people who like want to preserve it i did see one point that was pretty good it's that uh if she was building this house like nonstop to like confuse the ghosts because they were curse cursing her because of all the people that were killed by Winchester firearms, then why did she, like, to the day she died, have stock in the Winchester Firearms Company and profit off of it her entire life still? Yeah. I mean, she had to keep... If she thought she had to keep building, she would have needed to keep making money. But then she's still cursed because she's using their blood money. I mean, I guess so. I don't know. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of things that came out. She supposedly had nightly seances. She never slept in the same bedroom twice. Yeah, I heard that one too. So that was kind of strange. You know, the paranormal theory behind it is because she wanted to keep confusing the spirits about where she was. 
so she would move her bedroom every night. You know, what's a different non-paranormal thing for that? I don't know. She wanted to use all the rooms that she had. Yeah, she had a 24,000-square-foot house with 8 million bedrooms. But it does seem a little odd that you would do something like that. I don't know. If she even did anything like that. I mean, it's very strange how the whole story could be completely fabricated. Yeah. And, like, I know there, there was a story of, like, she rang the bells to, like, signal the start of the seance or to, like, gather the ghosts and whatnot in the house. But the one website that kind of debunks it all said that that was used to, like, signal the start and end of ships for all the workers in the house all the time. Yeah, it sounded like um, people didn't really want to be there too much after dark. But that could have just been because they had been working all day. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it seems like a really far-fetched story to make up if there's nothing to back it up, right? Because if a bunch of people had gone there and nothing had ever happened, paranormal-wise, it would be hard to, I think, maintain any storyline for that. And there are a lot of claims of people being on tours and their shirts being tugged or seeing shadow figures, hearing disembodied voices. Of course. I don't know. I'm not buying this one. I don't know. That's listed as like one of the top most haunted haunted places places in the world. world. (laughs) I mean, I would like to go there. It's pretty cool looking. But But would you go there as as an appreciator of the... Architecture, or would you go there because you'd want to ghost hunt it? Uh, the architecture. <laughs> I think it would be dangerous to try to ghost hunt it at night. Yeah, you'd be like looking, for, looking for like EMF readings. You yeah. open a door and you fall into It'd a kitchen a, sink. Exactly. Three floors like down. open up the, the wrong door and like something treacherous yeah, would happen. That's why I wouldn't want to be in the house at night because I'd make one wrong turn and you'd be falling off the roof or something. It is weird because it's like, how did she? Remember where every single thing was, every single door, every single Well, she spent 30-something years there. Every single everything. And I think another weird thing is that there's no actual plans for the house. They were all in her head. Yeah. So that's like another big strange thing because if she was so into architecture and that was like really her whole spiel, you think she would want to take credit for the things that were done. There would have been plans of some sort. But all the accounts say that there wasn't any. Like, workers would just show up and they were told what to do. Yeah. Which a lot of times didn't even make sense. Not to them. Right? Like, go Mm -hmm. build these three staircases to nowhere. (laughs) Just because. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I think she was just, you know, sad and lonely because of losing her husband and her daughter. And she was super smart. And there was... No way for her to actually be an architect, which she loved so much. So she was like, screw it. I'm super rich and I can do whatever the hell I want. So this is what I'm going to do. And maybe and maybe not. There's still people there trying to finish the work that never got done. Although, if that is what she wanted to do, and she did have all that money, why didn't she buy more places? Build more houses? Now you're talking yourself right out of the theory. Hmm. Right. Like, why keep building this particular place? Who knows? If all the plans were in her head, maybe she was using that Winchester house as, like, an experiment to, like, 
see how things work and then she was planning something else later on who knows i mean it's possible but it does it's seem all... overkill for a 160 room house when you're the only person living in it like if you were already lonely i think that would make you so much more lonely unless it didn't because she was always having these construction workers there so she was never really alone literally anyway i just don't know how you live that many years with all the noise and the commotion she must have gotten used to it, or she just People stayed working in wings and... or areas of the house that there was no construction going on, and if she wanted to get away from it. I don't know. I guess no one will ever really know. No, I guess not. Because no one has ever seen her ghost there. That's true. It's because it's not haunted. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of that. It's not haunted. It's not haunted. at com. <laughs> Tell us why it's haunted. Go see it for yourself. Yeah, if you've ever been there, let us know. That'd be cool. 